22 minutes past, and to continue part of this conversation, in studio here in Pretoria, the very handsome Mr. Sawe Lombugu, who is the Head of Marketing and Communications at the Transport Education Training Authority. After this, I shall be in conversation with him, talking about hashtag TetaCares, HIV AIDS awareness campaign that they are embarking on. Please stay tuned. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On the viewpoint. The TETA, Transport Education Training Authority, that is, is one of 21 seaters that, that we have in the country, and their focus is in facilitating skills development and training in transport, in the transport sector. Last year, they launched the hashtag TETA Cares, HIV AIDS Awareness Campaign, speaking to who they are servicing as an institution and who feeds into their being. This campaign is is intended to increase public awareness, especially in the fight against AIDS. Mr. Mbugu, good evening. I cannot hear Mr. Mbugu. Mr. Mbugu, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you, sir. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. My producer, Lesefo, because I'd mentioned the word handsome, is now on the phone with me saying she wants you to take a selfie so that she can see who this handsome person and she can post. That's just light banter early on in the conversation to make sure you are comfortable with us. But do you want to tell us more about the awareness campaign, please, before we get into the meat of it? All right. Um, You've mentioned earlier that we are one of the 21 sectors in the country, which are the sector education training authorities. So our focus is mainly in the transport sector, where we facilitate skills development and training. The reason why I'm bringing that in is just to to make sure that we align the conversation to our core mandate. Now, the campaign that we are running, which is hashtag uh, Tita Cares, focuses um, on the commuters, the students, as well as you know the taxi drivers, the train drivers. So everybody that is involved in transport. Now, what we have done over the past few years was to actually embark on these campaigns to create awareness. Because in our space, um, we facilitate skills development and training. That means if our target audience is young people, and those young people are exposed um, to HIV and AIDS, and they are not aware of certain things that they need to do to make sure that they remain healthy throughout, then it means our funding will be in vain because at the end of the day we are going to lose those lives if we choose not to take care of ourselves. I suppose the question then that I want to follow up on that started all taking away from your initiative, mm-hmm. how did you come to choose of all the campaigns you could have run in the health space, if you like? I mean, we yes. a quadruple burden of disease and you focused on HIV and AIDS, that particular campaign. Why was that? Of the many that you could have done, why Mm -hmm. was that the one that prevailed? Yeah, I think uh, not that it's the only one that we are running, but this one specifically. You look at our challenges as the transport sector and how much we are exposed. For instance, take um, the, the truck driver who travels longer distances and you know we get to give people a a lift here and there and obviously if the conversation is not open enough to say be aware that whatever 
environment that you find yourself in. But, but just be safe. Take care of yourself because we care. So Tita cares. So I'm just pointing out that example because, like, I mean, if you stay away for a longer period, so you are bound to meet and greet and things do happen, but people must take care of themselves. So we just need to, yeah, play it safe. Playing it safe. Let's talk about South Africa's HIV and AIDS rollout program in terms of making sure that medication in the forms of ARVs. We've really done as a country very, we've done as a nation very well under that, and I think to the extent that it's appropriate, the current Minister of Home Affairs, former Minister of Health, mm -hmm. ought to get some credit for that. But if my own experiences if are anything to go by, I would say to a point we've lost the national conversation and rhetoric that attends to HIV and AIDS, which remains a very serious condition in South Africa from a behavioral perspective, from a facilities and treatment perspective as well, and also just trying to get the national consensus about this condition to always be up there as opposed to it being seasonal. I think, I think the greatest challenge is the assumption that people know. And then we tone down based on that assumption. Now, you only see then the negative results after maybe a certain survey that maybe there is a pickup in terms of um, new infections. Then you start realizing that perhaps as a country we need to, to begin to do something. Hence, I think um, as an institution, we need to play our part to make sure that we are fully aligned to the core impact that we want to achieve at the end of the day, to make sure that we are consistent in terms of the messaging where we are saying you need to get tested, you need to know your status so that you know what kind of treatment you need to embark on to stay healthy. Because if we remain healthy, we will be able to be productive and contribute to the economy of the country. We are in conversation with Mr. Sabelombuku, who is the Head of Marketing and Communications at the Transport Education Training Authority. He's talking to us about a campaign that TETA have launched, being hashtag TETACARES. It's an HIV and AIDS awareness campaign. Talking about the campaign, talking about awareness, can you talk to us about the activations that have so far taken place under this hashtag and campaign? Yeah, so far we in fact, we've started like in 2018. Um, 2018, we've covered the eight of the South African provinces. And with that, we, we were able to actually make the impact that we desired to actually touch all of these touch points, like your taxi ranks, your malls, those that attract the traffic, where we are targeting our commuters, the students, like in institutions of higher learning, so what we have seen is that, um, especially when we're doing activations recently between August and, 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 and October, is that when we reach certain taxi ranks, you'll realize that taxi drivers will tell you that I've already tested previously, so I know my status and I'm already, um, those that know that they are positive, they will tell you that I'm already on treatment. For, for us, that actually indicated that the activations that we've done before, the message has come across and our people are beginning to take care of themselves. And moving forward, we are able then to see that what we are doing is not in vain. You have mentioned that earlier on you have chosen the path of edutainment 
to drive through your campaign. Do you want to talk to us more about that, who the persons you are using, what your pitch and entry point is, considering the fact that you are not dealing with just university students? I mean, I've read over here that you have gone to taxi ranks, your truck stops, your T-VET colleges, universities, and malls. So that's a a range, that's quite a wide range and spectrum of persons. How would edutainment, at best, if you like, of the models available, be pitching given the limited resources to as many as possible within the finites of time and resources? Yeah, I think if we look at the concept HIV AIDS awareness, it has been done many times. Pamphlets have been distributed many times. But when you then take the edutainment approach, where you look at comedy, for example, to try and create a fun element of the very serious core of the message, but you present it in a more fun way, using the likes of Pastor Bobo, who, who then creates the hype and make this thing look lighter, but the significance of the message will remain for longer. That is why we're able to attract young people, even older people, because there's that fun element. Then secondary to that, then you, you intertwine that with uh, celebrities like um, your Nimrod Gosi, who would then drive um, you know, the, the message from a more corporate approach, but still reaching to the audience that you would have at your disposal. Apart from that, you still have like industrial theater that would then form part of the messaging where you try and dramatize the very same seriousness of this message so that somebody can actually see the effects. If I don't take care of myself, this could be the ultimate outcome. So for us, all of those elements were building the message to make sure that our awareness remains for a longer period. Questions and contributions to Putsabe Lombuku, who is the head of marketing at the communications Marketing and Communications at TITA, that's Transport Education and Training Authority. Please, you are more than welcome to join this conversation. 891 you have just about 12 minutes to go, and I know you because we have that kind of relationship. You call with three minutes to go and you want to speak for five minutes. Please don't do it. Just call now and let's have a conversation, and then we can actually have the sanctity of your full argument together with the respect of a full response to your contributions, please. Let's talk about Love Life and Soul City, programs which certainly in the early parts of this country's engagement with HIV and AIDS were paramount in our psyche as a people and nation. It was all over the news. Mm. Might we not have lost our way because of the demise of that television program, Soul City, for instance, and a program especially in engaging young people as Love Life was? Um, I think um, there's a season or there's a time for everything. So at the time, there was a need, and somebody saw the need and acted on it. But then to sustain it, perhaps there's issues of funding that would come to the fore, but at the same time, you need to evaluate your impact, whether your message is still relevant. Could be that we may have lost the traction by not continuing with those programs until somebody then who has done maybe a thorough survey on that then it would be easier to respond whether it was a success or a failure for us not to really follow that through. 
your message has to be tailored in a manner that is responsive equally, not just to the group of people that you are targeting, but also for the time of year. I'm saying this in the context now we are less than a month to go before World AIDS Day on the 1st of December, mm -hmm. and not long thereafter we hit in South Africa what is called silly season, where just about mm. anything goes, and of course with that come the risks associated with contracting a condition such as HIV and AIDS. Your special message that is tailored for this festive season, whilst you're here? Yeah, I think the message that we need to continuously drive home that take care of yourself because the nation cares and your contribution is of value but if you don't take care of yourself we all lose out so do us a favor by taking care of yourself because honestly it is impossible to ask other people to take care of yourself when you refuse to do so yourself so my plea would simply be, please take care of yourself. In relation to you being one of 21 seaters in the country, do you have any knowledge of the other 20 engaging in programs like this, where perhaps you can leverage some of your access and pool resources and have a greater impact, not just in your target audience, but also in terms of longevity of the kind of campaign that you're waging? Yeah, I think because, because we are diverse in our approach, as much as we are 21, you'll find that our energies are focused on different aspects, perhaps of the very same, because others are driving a message like that talks to drugs and alcohol, then you'll still incorporate the message of HIV and AIDS at a smaller scale. We are driving HIV and AIDS, but at the same time, we are also touching on the issues of drug and uh, abuse of drugs and alcohol. So. At this stage, we haven't integrated our approach to one because when you have 21 splits throughout the country, we still believe that the impact will be very much diverse. But obviously, going forward, we might look at a consolidated messaging that we can drive maybe as a national campaign throughout the country. We talk about the fact that approximately now, this is a statistic of 2017, and mm. I've got the HIV impact assessment summary July 2018 I'm not so sure exactly where this comes from because it doesn't have a name but let's assume all of these things that I'm saying to be correct for a moment approximately 8 million people of all ages were living with HIV in South Africa in 2017 mm. HIV prevalence among adults aged 15 to 49 years in South Africa is 20.6 percent 26.3 percent among females and 14.8 percent among males that first figure, 8 million people in a population of about 56, 57 million, that's one-eighth of the population living with HIV and AIDS-related conditions. That's, that's staggeringly high. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think we need, we need to deal with a couple of issues because if you look at that, predominantly, the majority, I think it's about 16% of that population, it's blacks. You know, if you were to look at the bigger chunk of that, it's, it's the black community. And you ask yourself, like, what could be the reason why blacks are more in terms of that? Um, when we have engaged, like, you know, with some of those that responded to our campaign, um, kind of, like, the kind of conversations that we get out of this, it, it's a bit difficult. If you remember, there was a, a conversation or a, a stigma that came out of somebody who felt like sleeping with a virgin um, would cure you from HIV and AIDS. 
and questions like if somebody died of HIV and AIDS or AIDS related illness they would ask you what was the cause of death you know all of those questions they continue to actually create a doubt of the existence of the very same so I think all of those things like they help us now that we continue to pound the message and create the awareness you mentioned that blacks are more prone are mm. you giving me that because it is a number or because it is a percentage I think I'm looking I'm looking at the at the report and like the higher percentage that um, it is blacks and then the other races um, getting lesser and lesser that is based on the population that uh, participated in the survey I'm asking this because not because you have done it but I think it's it's, it's always important to contextualize statistics mm. you you can drive whatever conclusion you will with a statistic and one can be in the North Pole and one can be in the South Pole with the same facts that's right the reason why I specified for those who are at home why it is imperative to ask in the context of numbers or in the context of percentages is purely because of the population spread in the country True. and the heavy skew of the African community it, it, it doesn't amount to anything more than that for those of you in the six or so seven minutes that remain Mr. Sabelombugo is the head of marketing and communications at the Transport Education Training Authority they are engaging as one of 21 seaters on the hashtag TetaCares HIV stroke AIDS awareness campaign if you wish to contribute in any way whatsoever to this particular conversation please give us a dial on 0891-104-207. The conversation is 5-2 ending in the literal sense. Where to from here? How long is this campaign going on for still? What are your targets and how far are you in relation to meeting them or how far are you in terms of missing them? All right. I think basically we've started in 2018 and our target was to actually cover all the nine provinces. And so far we have covered eight. We are left with one province, which is Gauteng. Um, but because we've done like you know a bit of Gauteng um, earlier also in 2018, so what we are targeting now, we are targeting the actual staff or personnel of the organization Tita. That is that will be our next activation for this month to try to to actually close off um, the year. In relation to your partners, can you tell us more about your institutional partnerships? I'm asking because we had the gentleman from the Sipla Foundation, the medical advisor there, Dr. Harold Emler, and he was telling us about the success of this public-private partnership that is between yeah. Sipla Foundation and the National Department of Health. To the extent that you have partnerships in this regard for this program, can you tell us more about them? Yeah, basically, with all our activations, we would then look at the partners that we would have within the institutions because each of the institutions of higher learning the health side of things then that department will be the one that actually guides us in terms of who we can partner with but specifically HE8 it's one of the partners that we have partnered with um, you know with all the activations as well as CareWorks so those are the core that we were able to draw in in terms of the mobile testing at different institutions or different uh, malls or taxi rank to try and bring, you know, like the messaging closer and the opportunity for people to test. Because, I mean, if you are in a taxi rank, it wouldn't be easier for you to go to a clinic. So if you bring a clinic, you know, closer to a taxi rank, you're actually increasing the appetite. 
for, for sure. people to get tested. Indeed, 2142 and no conversation here on the view- viewpoint would be complete without Ubabungonde, or very recently I've learned his name is Mzi, and as recently as last week, Utata Ulona, Moloba Ulona. Ubabungonde. Yes, sir. <laughs> it would be nothing new indeed, Babungonde. Have we just lost Babungonde there? What a pity. Um, mm. We have lost Babungonde. Okay. I was really hoping he would contribute. But you mentioned something which really struck my attention, um, and I'd want to engage it more. Do those stereotypes that were prevalent perhaps 20, 30 years ago about sleeping with virgins and no, I'll just take us for Zonke and I will yes. be done. Are there people who still say that and genuinely believe that? No, I mean, I get surprised, like, you know, when I get such, like, kind of questions or, like, you know, somebody who is, like, firmly believing in that and as if it's something that is real. And, and I think um, the worst is, like, somebody who... Um, I just heard that, like, there's somebody who chose to sleep with an animal to try and, and cure himself. Of Bestiality now. You know, it's getting worse. So I don't know, like, I mean, uh, we, are, we are trying to push the awareness, but uh, the more you push the awareness, you get to hear some of these um, other things that are happening that people believe in. So we need to intensify the messaging so that we can nullify all of these um, alternatives that people are venturing into now. You may you may not have engaged it, but I just do want to probe if you have any experience or exposure to it. The U.S. government is seriously considering dropping some of the funding related to, for instance, something which would hit South Africa very hard, the HIV and AIDS ARV program, funding for that. Mm. And if they were to do that, can you tell us about the kind of impact that that withdrawal of funding would have on what essentially I can call a national catastrophe when one in eight South Africans are still living with the condition? I think, I think the, the core would be the, the shock. Because if like they were to pull the plug without any budgets having been set aside to try and you know, counter that, then that means for that year, it would be a recovery process, which which would mean a redress, a regression, actually, because whatever strides that that would have been made, they would have to stop for a certain period to try and get the country to adjust then to the new funding model, which will accommodate that. So my hope is that it doesn't happen, but it looks like it's going to happen. Very well. That was Mr. Savelombugu, who is the Head of Marketing and Communications at the Transport Education and Training Authority. Any final comments before we let you go, sir? Yeah, I think like my parting words would be just to re-emphasize the fact that HIV is real, AIDS is real, we need to take it serious, we need to take responsibility of ourselves and those that are around us, because if we do that, we are able then to add value to the productivity of the country. In the words of former President Jacob Zuma, at the height of his trial in 2008, his advice was ABCT. Abstain, be faithful, condomize, and test. I think we can certainly take a book, uh, take a leaf out of the President's book. Great. Thank you so much, Mr. Savilombugu, Head of Marketing and Communications at the Transport Education Training Authority, talking to us about hashtag TetaCare's HIV and AIDS awareness campaign. Thank you so much, Vanessa, Lesejo, and Phineas, together with Brasem, this side here in Pretoria. It's time for us now to go to Psychotic Minds, Season 2.